so let me read this to you. Yep, I'm just making sure I understand. All right, so this is the sequence. I'm just going to number them off here. After that opening touchdown, oh my gosh, this is uglier than I thought. So because now, now we're going into the second half. But so okay, so after that opening touchdown, punt, 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 fumble, punt, 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 and then you get that that second touchdown uh, with like three minutes to go in the game. So like eight straight drives that just end in a punt, no points, nothing. I, I mean, that's the story of this game in my mind when it comes to offensively, right? Like just offensively, yeah. not putting. So coming out of the half, it's three plays, three plays six plays and then finally that 14 play touchdown um where you think that you know at this point now it's 24 24 21 you're hoping the defense can get a stand um but before we get there let, let's back it up a little bit the cardinals to open up the half you know you're down 10 7 uh how about saving collins and, and you, you look at this defense again just making plays i actually started the arizona cardinals defense in fantasy because i had this gut feeling like they just keep doing things to will this team to, to at least be in it and, and finding ways. Yeah. yeah. I, I honestly thought it was going to be Isaiah Simmons. You know what I mean? He's had a couple yeah, weeks yeah. in a row now where he's had those yeah. strip sacks and, and, mm-hmm. uh, and safety or, or uh, interception pick sixes. Like he's done a lot. So, uh, you know, so Zayvon Collins, I think it was his first career interception and it was a, a pick six. So, uh, you know, happy for him. That's yeah. good. It's good to see. I mean, especially these young guys that, you know, we're drafted high and we're expected to be, you know, well, just step in and be superstars. It's, it's, it's the biggest good. knock. Biggest knock on Steve Kime is these young guys, these first round, second round, third round picks. What are those top 100 picks doing? And you're yeah. starting to see it, at least defensively. Byron Murphy's looked solid all season. Marco Wilson has had ups and downs, but Isaiah Simmons killing it. Um, all things but, considered, you know, it's, again, it's, a, it's a little late, right? Is what mm-hmm. you, as a, as a fan, yeah. Right. I'm trying to look at this from the fan perspective. You want to see it sooner. Game long enough, you know, that it's kind of like you were drafted in the first round. You want to see them make like, that impact their first I mean, season, I mean, not not like, two years, three years down the road. Yeah, especially defensively. If you're if you're drafted to start, like we're like a Hassan Reddick, right? Yeah, same same theory. Yeah. Hassan Reddick, it took to his what fourth year, and then he shows something and then he leaves. So it's it's one of those things where yes, you do want to see this impact made made sooner. So I mean, I think more of Hassan's thing, if you want to go back to Hassan's thing, was I don't think he was he wasn't in the right position when he got here. Could you say the same thing about Isaiah Simmons? You know what I mean? Like he's kind of been played a lot of different places. And yeah, I think I think a lot of that is just is positioning and Mm -hmm. just putting them in places to succeed. Like it was I mean, if you're gonna go back to talking about that, Dayon Buchanan's was perfect. Moving him from yeah. safety to that money linebacker changed the entire game as defense. Now, now everybody's got that little 220-pound middle linebacker that can run with safeties. He can run with receivers. I mean, I mean, run with tight ends and safeties, but run with tight ends and run with receivers. He can be put in, and you know, he so much changed the game. So it was just kind of like guys not being in the right position. As a fan, you're sitting there thinking. And we drafted him first round. He's not doing anything to help me. Mm-hmm. And then you see them go to their natural spot. They get to a spot where they can thrive. And Hassan was a, a prime example. They put him out there on the edge. And 
started letting him play how he knew how to play and now he's you know he's he's a multi-millionaire the the only knock i i really had against the defense would have been uh when we talk about covering tight ends there was that rollout play that Gino had almost every all scoring games. drive they had. And, and mainly games. that last drive of the, of the game, uh, 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 the, the last, last touchdown drive that they had, yeah. they did the little rollout toss to the tight end and off to the races. And you see Isaiah chasing them down, or you see one of the other linebackers chasing them down or Buddha having to sprint from the other side of the field to stop them. That's the one thing I would get on Vance Joseph about is that, ultimately not making those adjustments right like the tight end kept killing you all all game and so and that was a problem we've had for years and years and years and this is why you drafted these guys was to stop that problem and here it is again Noah Fant just having a day uh what was his numbers let's pull that real quick Noah Fant but receiving the first downs he picked up so he was the leading receiver for the team, not a shocker. Uh, had six targets, five receptions, 96 yards. His longest was that that one at the end, 51 yards. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, almost had 100 yards today. So, uh, I mean, how funny is that? No offense. This shows you, like, the Cardinals' problems when it comes to covering a tight end. When you have Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf on the field and Noah Fant, your leading receiver, and it isn't even close. Tyler Lockett had five receptions for 67 yards, and DK Metcalf had five receptions for 37 yards. Again, a tribute to Byron Murphy. I saw Byron Murphy on DK Metcalf most of the game. I I mean, yeah, DK had five receptions, but only give up 37 yards. I mean, that's that's Uh, nothing. No, no, no. Yeah, Byron Murphy played a hell of a game, especially covering DK for most of the game. You know, he held he held their number one in check. Ultimately, mm-hmm. and as a, as a secondary, they really held both of their top receivers. I mean, you even if you combine both of them, they maybe at a hundred yards, maybe not. I don't know. Just depends. Uh-huh. What was it, thirty-seven and sixty? So kind of. Yeah, just over a hundred. One one fourteen. Yeah. It looks like yeah. So, I mean, either way, it's. I mean, you you really did your job there. I mean, if you finish the game and just those two, and you gave one hundred fourteen yards passing, that's a W. But like you said, the tight end the tight end situation has been a problem for years. So I mean, we we had trouble covering the tight end sometimes too, and a lot of it is not it's not it's really not the coaching scheme. It's it's seeing things. I mean, I know it's a lot for an edge rusher to see that, but a lot of times in the defense, that edge rusher is responsible for that flat. Okay, you know he's rushing. You know he might unless he's called on a blitz. You know. He's responsible for whatever leaks out, especially if there's a if it's a man type coverage or anything like that. So, I mean, or it's that linebacker, like you said, that you know Isaiah Simmons was chasing it down too. So, it could be scheme, it could be just not knowing or kind of blacking out when you're playing the game. You just see an edge and you want to take off and you forget about that tight end. So, either way, it could go both ways. And, you know, I'm gonna always give the players the benefit of the doubt coming from it, but you know. I watched it, you know, we've all watched it happen for a long time. And that's just one of those things that you can blame coach, you can blame players, can go either way. Ken Walker tears up the Cardinals. I, I mean, th- that's the one thing I'll give Seattle, the commitment to the run, right? They um, stuck to it. They ran uh, Ken Walker 26 times, got 109 yards, two touchdowns on the day. There was one touchdown, though, that I was going to get into. The Cardinals at this time are up. Are they, not, are they up? No, they're down. They're down by three. And this is, let me see where this is at in the game. They're 
this is the fourth quarter now, seven minutes remaining. And uh, it, it, you're, you're only down by three at the, at the present moment. And it's like, okay, mm-hmm. if we can hold them, you're going to have the, the ball with, you know, six, seven minutes left. You're going to be down by a touchdown, you know, less than a touchdown down six, you know, you could, you could have a game winning drive here. You can have a nice long one and, and ultimately put the game away. Um, the, the Seahawks get the ball. I want to say they were on like the 10 yard line. I think that's that's what it was around the 10 yard line and the play clock. So one thing I will say that's different from a, a Pete Carroll versus a Cliff Kingsbury. Uh, they did have a delay a game at one point, they being Seattle. And um, uh, they they did have a delay a game. And ultimately, uh, they they didn't end up. Uh, they they did you know they, they don't end up burning the timeout is what I'm trying to get to. Mm-hmm. They, they didn't end up burning timeouts. They're just like screw it, we'll take the five yards. Well, yeah. on this drive, it's mm, I think it's sec- I think it's third and two at the 13. I think this was the play. And the, the play clock expires for at least two seconds. And the, the refs don't call it. I mean, they don't blow it. Nothing. There's no timeout called. Nothing. They get the playoff. Um, Ken Walker rips it up the middle for 12 yards. He gets it to first and goal at the one, and then he punches it in on the next play. But that was such a crucial play right there. Where for me, I just was like, man, these are the the bra- like the Cardinals aren't already. They're not good enough to overcome their own like shooting themselves in the foot between the the pre-snap penalties hurt yeah Yeah. so now when you have the refs not helping you either because there were some questionable calls i was going to mention it earlier there was a touchdown to tyler lockett and i don't know where in the sequence it is he pushes buddha yeah it's an offensive pass interference clear as day buddha actually tweeted it out after the game he said my brother tyler lockett definitely pushed the hell out of me but who cares oh, he got away with, he for sure got away with yeah. one on that one but i mean even the play before that tyler lockett touchdown is a dropped interception i love that you're not uh you're not defending tyler lockett and his wide receiver antics right there is no i love slide buddha. push i can't that, you, i can't say nothing there's i can't say enough i mean the way he plays the game the way he carries himself as a human Buddha's a great human being. He's a great football player. So, you know, from that side, you know, I had to stick with my with my guns. You know, my old teammate, you know, I had to yell with that. But it's going to be exciting. Because clearly it was. I mean, clearly yeah. there was a push off. You know, it's tough because you see Buddha go directly to the ref. I mean, it wasn't, the play wasn't even, he wasn't even putting his arms up all the way. He's uh-huh. looking at the referee like, are you, what else can I do in this situation? But, you know, like I said, the play was What I don't, it, wait, and I don't understand. Just, and, and I want to bring this up and you tell me where, if I'm wrong on this place, when we think of these multiple situations between that, between the dead play clock mm-hmm. at one point in the game, the Cardinals get real cute. It was almost like they saw Pete Carroll do it. The little, the double pass move. Yeah. Um, the Cardinals get cute. And it, so the guy behind me, uh, the season ticket holder behind me, Eric, I got to get shout him out. He, Cause I'm going to steal his line. He says, the one time that you want the Cardinals to pass behind the line of scrimmage, because they do it a million times a game, they throw they, it forward. They throw it forward. <laughs> and so it's like, again, everything you do, you shoot yourself in the foot. Uh, on that play, the double pass, well, it sounded like, from everything I read, it was like New York called that in. They're the ones oh, that yeah. called. They, they said, hey, you're going to want to look at this. Like, and let's take let a look. They let it fly on the field. They let it fly on the field. Yeah, they, they were going to give it, it to us. 
Well, the thing is, it was a, I mean, and I don't want to give. So wait, wait, here's, here's my, wait, hold on, hold on. Here's my question. Let me ask you this. So on that one, NFL or the network, the league calls down Mm -hmm. and they interject there. Mm-hmm. But then on the dead play clock for Seattle and on the the locket push off, nothing like. <laughs> but those aren't reviewed. That problem is those aren't reviewable plays. Okay, I was gonna say, are those not reviewable from from the league? Right, you have to make a call at that point, right? Because no, two years ago you had the pass interference stuff that you could challenge. That you could challenge. That was, yes, that was a debacle. Like that. Yeah. I mean, coaches were just throwing fade balls and then throwing oh, a yeah. flag. You know, you knew that was gonna happen when they threw that in. It was dumb. Like, I mean, I the idea was was good, but you know, you can't do that. Pass interference is such a you know, he said she said thing from referee mm-hmm. to referee. So, I mean, once you got under the hood and watched it, you could see. And don't get me wrong, like I am a receiver, so I don't, you know the DBs can can kick it. So we they they hold or grab or push off on every single play, and they're gonna say the same thing about us too. But, well, just I mean, like we the, got to, uh, just like you're holding me. I got to yeah. do what I got to do to get off. So it's just like offensive linemen though, right? Like, yeah. like every play offensive linemen are, are yeah. some way or holding one way or another. It's just a matter of how bad it is and, and how much you can mm-hmm. see it. Right. So that's not a passive business, no longer reviewable, which is yeah. smart. You know, it sucks, but it's smart because it's just, like I said, opens a can of worms and delay a game is just a, that's it just it. is what they got to catch it or not catch it. You I mean, that's what it comes it, down it to. It sucks if they're not paying attention because they're supposed to be a one of the that's focused on many, that, right? You know, zebras are on the daggum field. Somebody's supposed to be watching that. So that's just an error that they'll get points deducted from. You know, they have a big system for to get playoff games in the Super Bowl. Yeah. So, but that crew will lose points off of that. But they're going to lose many points off this game because yeah. there were some bad, very questionable calls in this game. Yeah, and, uh, and I don't want to make that sound like that was what cost the Cardinals. The Cardinals shot themselves in the foot. They didn't do themselves any favor offensively. Yeah. They they didn't, you know, it just wasn't a clean game. I mean, Kyler Murray ended the game with a hundred and uh, what do we got here? One hundred and seventy-five yards passing. I, I mean, Kyler can't mm-hmm. only get a hundred seventy-five yards like that. I mean, yeah. I mean, I guess you can. There's some teams that are women winning like that, but this offense is not built for no for 170 passing yards a game. That's you. We need 250 plus to to do what we're supposed to do. So.